Thank you, thank you, thank you so very, very much. Please be seated. It's a privilege, genuinely privilege for me to be able to stand here before you this morning. And thank you so much, Jared. and it's a joy for me um, when you sit there and listen to those kind of comments and think about just how you got to where you are. Within you, you know there's only one way that can happen, and that's because of the grace of Jesus Christ. Uh, before I get into this, <laughs> while I was watching that, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that was the clip that we are going to be watching. It's the first time I've seen it. And so I was turning around watching uh, Lucas uh, as it was playing. And, of course, I was watching the family as well. Now, people, honestly, I know he was very brave to get into that arena. But I think his family was even more brave sitting here watching it. Give him a great big hand. <laughs> Justine and all the family there sitting there watching him having a go, having a go. I want to talk about that uh, fairly soon. But um, particularly this Father's Day, and happy Father's Day, of course, to everyone uh, who's a dad here. And, uh, but this Father's Day, I particularly uh, wanted to speak to all men, not just our fathers. Now, that's not to the exclusion of our women. Of course, hello to everyone that's online. Uh, but that's not to the exclusion of uh, all of our women, because I really want our women to hear what I've got to say to the men. But I do want to take this opportunity to especially... Uh, address all of our men today. So you ready men? You ready women? <laughs> you know, before I go into this though, um, really, really sadly, but it needs to be acknowledged that Father's Day for more and more of our mums and our families can trigger some very, very painful emotions and uh, and I want to I just want to take a minute and pause and, and, and acknowledge that the other day about four weeks ago I was uh, clearing my inbox in my personal emails and uh, I came across an email advertising shoes now, let's be clear about this. They weren't the shoes. I wasn't shopping for them. <laughs> Margaret was shopping for them. But I was clearing these in-mails. And I clicked onto this email, and this is what popped up. The option, this is, a, a, this is an advertising for shoes, but it popped up before it started to go into anything. The option to opt out. In the lead-up to Father's Day, we understand it can be a difficult time for many. We'd like to make it as easy as possible and give you the option to opt out of our upcoming Father's Day and or Mother's Day emails. Don't worry, you'll still receive all the updates regarding new arrivals and sales, and then if you wanted to opt out, then you clicked there and then you wouldn't get any more of their advertising for, mother, for Father's Day. And they took a moment to mention it can also be the same for Mother's Days. And so as I sat there and, and looked at that, it occurred to me that 
our society has come to acknowledge that these days, Father's Day and Mother's Day for that matter, can be extremely difficult days. Here at Civic, we also acknowledge that they can be very heartbreaking days and our hearts, my heart, goes out to everyone who finds these days really hard and very painful. And it needs to be said. We acknowledge each and every family that for Father's Day today, it just may not be a joyful day. However, we here at Civic still feel it's vital, absolutely vitally important that we celebrate the spirit and the heart of fatherhood and motherhood for that matter. In the midst of what is, what's going on around us, today is a day when as a church we deliberately want to take that moment to celebrate the spirit and the heart of fatherhood and motherhood. I want you just, before I go any further, to check out this clip. It's not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with the cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Pretty appropriate, Lucas, isn't it? Man in the arena. This is an excerpt of a speech by Theodore Roosevelt, the 26th President of the United States of America. He gave the a speech in April 1910 in France, and it was entitled Citizenship in a Republic. Uh, since then, it's been widely used and quoted, and it's now known as the man in the arena speech. At the time, Theodore Roosevelt was, was really, really annoyed with the uh, sideline critics of the day who were 
ridiculing everyone who was getting into the arena and having a go when they themselves would not get up and have a go. And so he wrote this speech. And he was really addressing the idea that it's far better to get up, get into that arena, give it a go, irrespective of whether you win or fail, get in, give it a go, than sitting on the sideline criticizing. What do you think? Far better to get into the arena. And I'm here today to speak to all of our men, as I have said, and really the, the, the thing I want you to go home with is, have a go, mate. Just get in and have a go. Win or fail, get in and have a go. If you hear nothing else today, men, get in and have a go. Now, I must also add this. Sorry, we need to just check out that. Let's never be the critic. The one who stands on the sideline criticising everyone else when we ourselves are not prepared to have a go. Let's not be intimidated by the critics of fear or fear failure, but be prepared to have a go, get into the arena, have our faces marred by dust, sweat and blood. Now look, at the time that Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this, it was basically a patriarchal society. In other words, a society where the man was uh, seen to be the dominant figure. But of course, today, we acknowledge that that isn't and should not have been the case because as far as we are concerned, anyone, including our women, so irrespective of gender, the message is man, woman, irrespective of your gender, just get up and have a go. Whatever you do, don't sit on the sideline and be a sideline critic today. That's just way too easy and there's just way too much of it. If you listen to anything on social media or watch any of the stuff today, man, it's just boring as because all they're doing is criticising so many times the people that are, fair, that are getting in and just saying, look, I'm going to give it a go. Now, you may not agree with the ones that are having a go, but they're having a go. And I would hope that as a church, if we're known for anything, whether people believe in our God or they care too much about church, it doesn't bother me really so long as they would know us as a community of, of people that go to that, that place called Civic and they are always prepared to get up and have a go. They do not sit on the sidelines just criticising everybody. And of course now I'm talking to, the, to both men and women and I'm saying to all of us that we really do need to be the people that take note of what Theodore Roosevelt was saying all those years ago and what upset him so much and that that would never be us. That we are prepared to get up, have a go, get into the arena, win or fail, we're just going to get in and have a go. And if we fail, what are we going to do? Have another go. And if you fail, what are you going to do? Have another go. Are you ready? And if we fail, what are you going to do? Have another go. Just have another go. So with that, let me now speak specifically 
to the dads because today I want to talk as much about everyone having a go as specifically I want to talk to dads about the arena of fatherhood. The arena of fatherhood. I was keenly, because I knew what I was going to be speaking about as I watched Lucas get into that arena and I listened to Pastor Jared talk about the blood running from his face when they told him you're going to get into this arena with the champion. I've got to tell you, people, as a dad, when you're told you're getting into, the, into this arena of fatherhood and you're going to just have to give it your best shot. I'm sure I'm speaking on behalf of all dads, but seriously, the blood runs from your face. Because the reality is, you know, to get into that, that arena of fatherhood, you're going to have to have some courage. And particularly these days. Am I right? Yes. You have to be willing as a dad to get into the arena and have a go. Well, here's what I found as a dad when I stepped into the arena of fatherhood. Number one, I found Jesus there. I found Jesus there. Now listen to me. Jesus is always with me because he's in me. As a Christian, I know the Holy Spirit indwells me. But I have to tell you this. Something happens when I jump into that arena of being a dad, into that arena of fatherhood. I know he's in me, but I feel the manifest presence with me. And it's the only way that I can actually last the rounds because I found without him or without that feeling or the sensing of the manifest presence of Jesus in my life and around me, I don't know how anyone can possibly last the distance in the arena of fatherhood. And I hope all dads are understanding, I'm speaking for all of us here, and I'm hoping that all of our families, our, our mums and kids and they're hearing this and they're understanding that it, it, it's, it's, it is a very daunting thing these days to step into the arena of fatherhood. It reminds me of three young men in Daniel chapter 3, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. And uh, they were thrown into the fire for their faith. Many of you will know that story. If you like, it was their uh, arena the fire or the, fire, the arena of fire. And uh, King Nebuchadnezzar throws these men into the fire and uh, astounded when he looks into the fire, exclaims, look, I see four men. Now remember, three were thrown in. Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fire looks like a son of the gods, a son of the gods. The commentators, if you go into that, will say, because this is, of course, before Jesus. We're in the Old Testament in Daniel chapter 3. Um, but the uh, commentators will, will uh, agree that a son of the gods, uh, although not said it was Jesus, is definitely uh, understood to be the ty a type of the son of the living God. When you get into the fatherhood, the arena of fatherhood, I believe you're going to find that Jesus will be there with you 
And that manifest presence will be the one that's going to strengthen you and help you get through what you have to do as a dad. He'll be the one that gives you the strength. He'll help you stay strong. And he'll make sure that you keep having a go so that you can trust him to be with you through it all. If I had to get into that arena without knowing that he was with me, I, I, I couldn't have imagined that I would have lasted this long. You know, listen to me, you're not going to find him sitting on the sidelines with the critics. In fact, I found fathers sit on the, on the sidelines, but dads get into the arena. Let me say that again. Fathers, because it's easy to become a father, hey mums? Fathers can sit on the sideline, but dads get into the arena. If you hear nothing else today about have a go, don't be a father who's just going to sit on the sidelines of the arena of fatherhood, but be a dad and get in and have a go. Our heavenly father is a dad who gets into the arena with us. Even though we say Father God and we call out to God and talk to him as our father, Paul tells us on at least two occasions that he is our Abba, he's our dad. Now hear me today, That's a mass, that'll make a massive difference in your Christian walk if you can understand that just like Jesus called out to God and said Abba, Jesus cried out and said, Abba. The translation of the word Abba is not father, but dad. A very powerful thing for us to understand. And Paul tells us in two other occasions that just like Jesus, although we understand that God is our father, we, call, we are, as, as Jesus could, we are to call him our, our dad. And what did we just say? Fathers sit on the sidelines but dads get into the arena. He's in there with me. He's helping me get through it. Here's the second thing I've found as a dad. I've found that there are other dads there. Jesus comes with me, and then I know that there are other dads there. Check this clip out from Gladiator. We stay together, we survive. Whatever comes out of these gates, whatever's coming our way when you're in that arena, and sometimes, honestly, I think it feels a bit like an arena where you're a gladiator as a dad, to be truthful. But the fact of the matter is, whatever comes out of those gates when you're in there and you find the other dads are in there with you and they're having a go, if we stay together, we survive, no matter what comes out of these gates. Would you agree with me? Unfortunately, I have to apologise to our um, online viewers because we were unable to show that clip online. Welcome back. Uh, when you get into the arena of fatherhood, things come at you from everywhere. What do you reckon, dads? When you get into the arena of fatherhood, things come at you from everywhere. There are other men in there with you, and they're just as uncertain as you are. You know, I know that sometimes we put a brave face on when we stand in that arena. 
But the reality is, on the inside, you've got to fight the fears, you've got to fight the uncertainties, you've got to fight the doubting, and you've just got to continue to give it a go. And if we stay together, you find other men in there having a go, you stay together, we're going to survive. The thing I have found is, as a dad, if you start isolating yourself, if you try to do this on your own, the reality is I can't see how you're ever going to make it. And so, dads, my, my sincere encouragement to you today is whatever you do, make sure you're looking for the other dads that are not sideline critics, that are getting into the arena of fatherhood. They're giving it their best shot. They may not always be winning, but even if they're failing, they're getting up and giving it another go and they're going to stand with you and they're going to help you and you're going to help them and together, if we stay together, we will survive, we will be able to, do, to continue on and we will not just be prepared to forget about the whole thing and try to move on with our lives. Whatever you do, don't isolate yourselves. Find the other dads who are in that arena. Stand together, work together. Make sure that you understand how imperative it is that you are reaching out. I love that last scene. We didn't get to see all of it, but they interlocked their shields. And sometimes it's, it's, you need to do that. You need to know that you've got other men around you that are going to interlock their shields with you. And you're going to have to be able, you'll face it. You can do it together. But you've got to have that sense of others have got your back and you've got their back. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 puts it this way. Paul was speaking. So, support one another. Keep building each other up as you have been doing. Keep building each other up as you have been doing. This Father's Day, could I remind us, it's a great opportunity to continue to support each other and make sure that you're building each other up. Don't isolate yourself. Don't find yourself trying to do it all alone. Here's the third thing that I have found. I've found that my children cheer louder and my wife's respect grows deeper. When I'm prepared to get into the arena of fatherhood and have a go. If you're in the arena having a go, doing your best, trying to be the God-honoring dad you want to be, it's easier, it's easier for your family to overlook the times when you didn't hit the mark. Our families, we, I'm talking to families here now, mums and families, we know that you see us. You see us, oh, <laughs> we can't hide from you as dads. And you, you see everything. You don't see the wins, just the wins. And sometimes those wins are few and far between. But you see how many times we have a go, but we miss the mark. And yet, I believe, at least in my family, I have found that my family overlooks those times more and more when they see that I'm going to get in and keep having another go and they cheer louder and they respect me more. 
And I absolutely would believe that for every single home, that would be the case. If we have homes where our families can see that dads are getting in that arena of fatherhood and giving it a go, it's not about whether they're winning or they're failing. It's about that they're still getting in there doing their absolute best to be God-honoring God, God dads, to do the best they can for their kids and their families. And I absolutely believe that, that it makes it so much easier then for our families to be able to say, hey, we're cheering, cheering you on and we respect you even more for having a go. The reality is, even though it was humorous, how many of us respect Lucas a whole lot more because he just got into the arena and kept having a go? Honestly, people, it, it's the way it works. Stay in that arena. Our families will continue to cheer you on and they will respect you more, even if you don't hit the mark. Hebrews 12.1 says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, in brackets, other scriptures would put it, cheering us on, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. The writer of Hebrews is talking here to all Christians, and, uh, and but, but is acknowledging that we have a whole grandstand of faith-filled believers who have gone before us and now in heaven and they're cheering us on not to be overwhelmed by our failures and all the times that we've been trapped while we're here on this earth, but to get up, keep going, persisting and enduring in our own faith walk. We need to do that just for each other as Christians. But it's exactly the kind of thinking around what it means to be a dad who'll get into the arena and know that you've got people, your family around you on the sidelines, not criticizing you, but cheering you on and respecting you for being prepared to continue to get in there and have a go. Over the years, it's, in fact, every year it seems more and more of a greater privilege to me that I keep receiving these Father's Day cards from my family. And they're constantly, constantly cheering me on and they're respecting me more and more as a dad simply because I'm doing my best. And every year I receive these cards, I think to myself, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for helping me. I thank you, Father, for getting in the arena with me. I thank you for the other dads that are in my world that are there that I can count on and I can, I can do this, this thing called fathering, fatherhood with them. And I'm so thankful for a family that will every year just want to keep on giving me these words of encouragement saying, come on, we know there are times when you don't hit the mark, but we also see more and more how you're having a go and, you know, we're cheering you on for that. And that's all they've ever asked of me. Some years ago, one of my children actually gave me a card with the words, the credit belongs to the man who is actually in... in the arena. 
whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly. I still struggle to think I'm that man. And I think I'm speaking on behalf of all dads, that if you get these words, that you could imagine I'm that man. My family sees me as that man who's willing to get into the arena, have a go, dust, sweat and blood, who strives valiantly. It doesn't ever talk about whether I win or fail. They see me as valiant because I'm simply having a go. And so my message today for this Father, Father's Day to all dads, you're a valiant person. You're a valiant man. If you'll just get in and continue to give it a go, irrespective of whether you win or fail. And I want to speak again to all men, not just our dads. Get into that arena, what, that arena, that will, whatever the arena might be that you have to get into as a man. Get in and give it a go. Stay in there. Look for other men that are having a go. Do not be the kind of people that sit on the sidelines ridiculing everyone else who's trying to have a go in that arena. The reality is when you receive these kind of cards, you honestly know and feel in your heart that you don't actually deserve it. This Father's Day, I can only encourage all dads to have a go in the arena. And if you fail, get up and have another go. And if you fail, get up and have another go. And if you fail, look for other men who are in the arena and stand with them and have another go. And if you fail, listen to the sidelines where your family will be standing there cheering for you, respecting you because you're still having a go. And if you fail, look for Jesus. He's your strength. He's in there with you. He's your dad. He's in the arena with you. Only fathers sit on the sidelines, but dads get into the arena. To all of our families, thank you so very, very much. I'm sure I'm speaking on behalf of all of the dads here today. What can we say? Thank you so very, very much for being prepared to overlook the times when we hit the mark, for being prepared to continue to cheer us on, for being prepared to continue to respect us for simply getting up and having a go. And if I could put it this way, I believe that here at Civic, we are those people. Irrespective of whether it's to do with fathers or mothers or Father's Day or Mother's Day, we are the kind of people that will get into our arenas, whatever those arenas look like. And we are going to continue having a go win or fail the valiant person is the person who's just going to get in and have a go amen let me pray for us father as we come before you and acknowledge there are many different arenas that each of us have to get into and sometimes, Father, there are many times 
when it, within ourselves we would rather just sit on the sideline. Father, here at Civic, we're not going to opt out. We're not opting out of Father's Day. We're not, not opting out of Mother's Day. We're not opting out of life. We're going to get in and give it a go. We look to you, Jesus. We look to you. You're our strength. We can only do it in your strength. Father, we look to each other, the others that are willing to have a go. We're not going to be isolated. We're not going to try and do this by ourselves. We're going to join together and we're going to continue to be the people that just, just keep on having a go. We thank you, Father, for all that you're doing for us. In Jesus' name. And every heart said, Amen and Amen. God bless you. Have a fantastic rest of the Father's Day. Have a go. Keep having a go. The team's going to take us out with one last song. <laughs>